Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. LMFM Sunday Sport. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. You're welcome back to LMFM Sunday Sport. David Sheen with you until 5 o'clock. Now, the League of Ireland season is very much in its formative phase and some sides have made better starts than others. Yesterday morning, I caught up with Owen Kaiser of the Irish Sun to run the rule over who has made a good start and maybe those who haven't made quite as positive a beginning as they would have hoped for. So, Owen, we might start with a couple of the teams that have struggled so far this season, both of whom are, are Dublin-based and would have been tipped for, for big things this season. St. Pat's first... They were beaten again on Friday night. That was the game you were at. Seems to be a lot of unrest around Inchicore at the moment. Tim Clancy obviously spoke afterwards to you as well about feeling, you know, how he's expecting to take a bit of flack. He was very critical of the players after the defeat against Dundalk, uh, publicly so, which I think a lot of people were surprised about. Um, what's your sense of what's what's going on there at the moment? Because it's definitely not a happy camp. Oh, no, it's not a happy place at all in Inchicore. There was plenty of abuse um, aimed at Tim Clancy, a lot of booze at the end of the game. Um, it wasn't everybody, but it was it, it was enough that I'm quite sure Gary Kelleher was taking note and Tim Clancy certainly took note of it. Um, and as he said himself, that you can't complain the way they're playing at the moment. Um, obviously, I'd seen them on the stream earlier this season, but Friday night was the first time I'd seen them in person. And they just weren't good. And you could see there was a lot of discontent in the stands yeah, long before the final whistle, long before the second goal as well. Still, when it was eleven v eleven, there was a lot of unhappiness. Like when free kicks were going backwards, or just players were looking around for a pass, and there was nothing on, and they had to give it back to the centre back. Um, it seems to be a common problem with them there. Talking to St Pat's fans who I'd know before the game, they were saying the problem as well. Like their home performances haven't been good this year. Like a lot of times when we're talking about struggling clubs, it's the the away fans who see the worst of them and certainly that's been the case with St. Pat's when you look what happened at Dundalk and up in Sligo but the home fans are saying that they're not creating anything like they've scored two goals at Richmond in three games this year and they've all come off corners and and on Friday night it was similar they didn't create a whole lot I think their best chance was a Joe Redmond header off a corner and it just doesn't look good for them um They've got a huge game now next week against Shamrock Rovers. I mean, when you're six games into the season and you're down there, you have to start thinking you may well be down there for a long, long time. So I I do think there's a big problem there right now. They've got a lot of players. I don't know what their strongest 11 is. Um, you see some of their big signings aren't starting. Uh, Jake Mulraney hasn't hit the ground running at all yet. Uh, he played last night, but he wasn't good. It, it's a big problem for them. 
Yeah, and because, you know, they, they obviously finished fourth last season. It was a, a successful season, really, with their standards and Tim Clancy's first one in charge. So things were looking positive. They strengthened in the in the window. Okay, they lost one or two players, but they brought in the likes of Thomas Lonigan, who a lot of people would have seen and been impressed by last year for UCD. So, you know, they would have been expected to kick, to kick on. And you talk about the goals there, and I'm just looking at last year's table. I mean, they scored 57 goals last year, which is only four fewer than Shamrock Rovers got. So can you put your finger on when you were watching it last night? Could you put your finger on what, what exactly was was going wrong for them? Or does it just seem like there's a, a bit of a despondency around the, around the squad? Um, that, yeah, I just don't think there's a whole lot going right for them at all. Like They're defending badly. And it does look like when, it's certainly among the crowd, when they fall behind the crowd, I don't think they're going to come back. Uh, and certain, yeah, I, I expected Thomas Lonergan to be one of the best players this year. I, I genuinely think he could he could have been one of those players that we all thought was great. And then in July, he was off to England or somewhere in Europe. Um, he, he was actually very strong last night, but they're just not getting a sniff around the box. It does seem that it's in the final third they were really, really lacking. And in midfield, there's not a whole lot happening either. Like It's all very slow tempo, plodding. Teams are quite comfortable closing them down. Um, like to be honest, they started this way last year as well, and maybe they got more of a free pass because there was so much upheaval in the winter with so many changes. Where this year it's quite a settled squad. Um, and again, like it's probably the newer players who haven't hit the ground running, but it's also at the back. Like Tom Gravowski and Joe Redmond were very, very solid last year. Uh, I know they were playing in a back three last night as well, but th- with John McGrath, so they did have a new player there, but it still just doesn't look right. Um, I don't think you can put your finger on one thing. I think there's a lot of things wrong with that team right now and they really need to work hard to fix it. Yeah, and three defeats in a row and Shamrock Rovers come next. So it's not going to get any easier for them, even though when we want the Shamrock Rovers in a second, they're not going great themselves. But Pats and Tim Clancy, like who knows by the time that Pats game comes around, maybe there will have been a change made. But they need they need to turn this around really, really quickly for their own sake and for the sake of their manager. Yeah, yeah, they certainly do need to change it around. Um, the one thing is like St. Pat's have always been patient with managers. Uh, Gary Keller has been patient with managers. This, I mean, listen, this is Saturday morning. This could be famous last words, but I, I would expect like they're, they're going to work hard, like that, that they'll go to Shamrock Rovers looking for a response at the least under Tim Clancy. That would be my expectation. But yeah, as you say, like if after six games going going out of Patrick's Day, if you're if you're down there, I do think it's going to be a long struggle out up up this table. Yeah, certainly in- interesting times in Inchicore. Let's move on to Shamrock Rovers then. No wins this season yet, which is incredible really in, in the five games. Four draws and one defeat. And we talk about upheaval and people might have seen the, the footage last night of Sean Hoare basically in a conversation with supporters uh, in the away end at Talca Park t- saying that, you know, we need your support whether we're winning or losing. And, and there were a few supporters, you know, giving them a few, a few lines back. But Graham Burke, I believe as well, had a few words with a few supporters after the game. Not a happy setup there at the moment either. A very slow start to the season. And I mean, we talk about St. Pat's fans and their expectations. Rovers fans are obviously going to have very, very high expectations. It's been a slow start for them, to say the least. Again, can you can you put your finger on what, what's going on there at the moment? Yeah, it's it's been a very strange start. I've seen quite a few other games. Well, obviously, it wasn't there Friday night. but And the court game was worrying how poorly they defended. Uh, but they've been, they've been a strange one that, They've not been that far away. And if I actually remember, in April last year, they were six points behind Derry City. And I think they'd won two of their first six. So like they, they're they used to these slow starts. I think I've seen a lot of Rovers over the last, um, well, since Stephen Bradley's been there. And 
this team, when they're winning regularly, they just seem to be one of these teams that they play at a high tempo. They could well be nil all at halftime and had no shots on target, but they just play at such a high tempo that the goals eventually come. I think that's why they used to score so many late goals in games. And I always thought key to that was Gary O'Neill. Um, like it wasn't the tempo it wasn't so much even about going backwards or forwards and getting the ball into Jack Byrne and Graham Burke it was also about how quickly they moved the ball from side to side and basically wore teams down or made them lose concentration and Gary O'Neill the Shelburne game was the first time he played in that number six role um, he was injured in pre-season he didn't start against Sligo Rovers with all the red cards they were getting he ended up playing centre back for three games in a row so I do wonder, was that part of it as well? They had Marcus Poom and Dylan Watson there instead in, in recent games. They're different kind of players. Marcus Poom's more, you know, he's, he's a left footer. He likes a big diagonal ball. He's not one of these. He just very quickly passes it from side to side. Dylan Watson's a very tidy footballer, but used to always play off Gary O'Neill. So I think they were lacking that, lacking that tempo, which is so important to how they play because like when you're trying to unlock defences like Shelburne, like I wasn't there, but... I believe they were very well organized. When you're trying to unlock that, you need to play with a high tempo to pick the passes. And like, if you still look, I saw the stats on Saturday morning. There, I think Shamrock Rovers had 25 crosses, which is, like is a very high number, which shows they were certainly a, they, they were certainly attacking. I don't think that I, I genuinely don't think they're that far away. And if we're talking in a month's time and they've won every game, it wouldn't surprise me much. But they are seven points behind Derry City. They haven't won a game. They're going home to Tala. Um, granted, it's only their third home game because they played away their first two games, two weeks of the season, and they're only their second Friday. So it'll only be the second huge crowd in Tala. Mm. But like, there, there will be pressure building. Like, I, I'm told from people like journalists I know who are who are at Talca Park saying it wasn't a huge number of Shamrock Rovers fans who were in, you know, getting involved or unhappy. But if, if if you're 70 minutes against St. Pat's and you're not in front or you're or like you're losing, you can't see the pressure building because this is a team that like I mean I tipped them for four in a row. I'm not the only one who believed they could win four in a row. Yeah. They they need to start winning and like similar to St. Pat's. I mean when you're not winning your first three games and with this team's record you're thinking that's fine they they'll get going. But if you're six games and you haven't got a win, then you've got a problem. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And what you mentioned there was what Stephen Bradley himself said, that he didn't feel that they're too far away. So maybe things will click into place for Shamrock Rovers in the coming weeks and they'll be marching up the table. I'd expect that to happen all right as well. Let's go up to the top then. Um, Bohemians, we talk about an unhappy camp at St. Pat's. Well, Bohemians, the exact opposite, absolutely flying it at the moment. Everybody seems to be getting on great. Declan Devine has seems to have instilled a little bit of life into the places. A few new players have come in. I saw them on Monday night against Strahda. Strahda were decent enough, but Bohemians just had a little bit more quality, I suppose, overall. But, you know, top of the table after five games, they can't have asked for any more than that, really. No, they're flying and they they look really good. As you say, like, I mean, when we talk about Pats, I mean, Bowes are, they're just a happy camp. I mean, they have a manager who's just bought into everything that Bohemians stand for nowadays. I mean, the, the, the fans are coming out in force. They've sold out their away allocation. Well, granted, listen, they've been two Dublin games. Uh, it hasn't like they haven't had to travel far. Oh, sorry, and Cork City as well. They did travel mm. there. So they they've been selling out their away allocations. The home crowds have been good. Um and the thing is, they're playing good football. And in Janet, I know Janet Nafalabi's 
only got his first goal of the season on Friday night. But they've got the number nine to be feared in the league. Yeah. He, he has everything. Um, and I gather it was playing on his mind that he hadn't scored a goal. But so and now he has. So they, they just they seem to have everything. They've got a manager who well, he's riding a crest of a wave at the moment as well. They they beat St. Pat's without Keith Buckley, who who was carrying a little knock, so they just didn't risk him. Um James Clark, who I know well, I don't know how good he is. Mm. Uh, he, he only came on last night or on Friday night because he's had a few injuries. They've got all these players as well. So there's a bit of strength and depth there too. Um, the problem for them now is expectations are going to get higher because like they've got a big fan base. They haven't, haven't won a trophy in a long, long time. A couple of years ago, we all thought they were going to go on and win. And then last year, it was just terrible for them. So they're now back to where we all thought they probably would be anyway. So I do think expectations will be there. But... You have to say on the opening five games, like they're justified and they don't look like they're going anywhere. They're full time as well now. So it's not as if fitness is, should be an issue anymore. Like they work very hard. Like I believe they're in at nine in the morning and they're leaving at three o'clock doing video sessions and everything. Like they're putting in the hours as well. Yeah. And you you spoke to me a few weeks ago for the season preview. And the one thing you said was that Bohemians needed to get a couple of defenders in pretty quickly. And they've brought in. Uh, Christian Novak and Kasper Radkowski who both played in the central defensive positions on Monday night I was very impressed with them they looked like they settled in very quickly so they've, they've sorted out that defensive issue that you were concerned about and they do have a little bit of cover there now it seems Yeah, yeah and the, the two of them they're, they're huge they're very solid um, just watching them on Friday night like Thomas Lonergan got all the space out wide he wasn't getting any down the middle mm. they're, so they're very well organised. They've got James Talbot back this year as well. I mean, that what I mean, you're right. A month ago, that was the one concern about them because you didn't know who they were going to play centre back. And if you remember, I think Keith Buckley played right back in the first day of the season. That's right. Yeah. Where now they've they've got they've got the players they've need. They've got the squad there. Um, like Grant Hortonton actually played uh, right back on Friday night. He, so he can also play centre back. So it, it looks like they've got a lot going on for them and. Uh, well, as you said, they, they kind of wish for much better so far. Yeah, it's been great, sir, for, for Bohemians. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let's turn our attention then closer to home. Drogheda United, um, currently 
fourth in the table, eight points. Uh, I think they're something like five points better off than they were this time last season. It's been a really good start for them. Uh, they obviously beat UCD on Friday night, um, had a really good win against Sligo last week, and then obviously were beaten, as I mentioned earlier, by Bohemians on Monday. But I suppose the thing with, with Rahada, um Owen, is that it's the old cliche, they'll want to be beating the teams that that we think they will be around coming to, to the end of the season. It's still early days, obviously, but it's been a really good start for them. And again, the number of players that have come and gone, the new players that have come in have settled in really well. And Kevin Doherty's pretty happy with how things are going so far. Yeah, I mean, I, I genuinely thought they'd be ninth this season. I think when we spoke earlier, I was just worried about, I think, just the mood around the place that everyone expected a battle. And it, I just was afraid that that could be a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then they go out and they have a great start and they've only lost one of their opening five. Um, no, they've been really, really good. Um, the signings have worked so far. Uh Getting a, getting a win over UCD. I do think that will be important towards the end of the season. I don't think they'll be four to the end of the season. No. Um, uh, I, I think Shamrock Rovers, I, they, listen, Shamrock Rovers could have been well clear before they were reduced to nine men. So like, like there are, there are other games where you say maybe they were a little more fortunate. Although granted, they kept going to the 90th minute and they came back and they arguably could have had a penalty in that game as well. So, they're doing everything they need to do, but they were similar. Like last year, they were quite streaky as well. They they had bad, they had runs where they didn't win for six games, and they had runs where they might win three and six. Like, I, I'm not sure those numbers are wrong, but they were certainly felt like that about them a lot last year. They were, year. yeah, they were up yeah. and down, yeah, yeah. So I, I I still think they will have bad runs, but they've put they've given themselves a nice cushion, and I think yeah. that would be important. Yeah, and the thing was the thing we talked about um, prior to the season. I suppose this. I'm not sure if, if Freddie Draper had actually signed when I spoke to you last, but I've seen a lot of him in the game so far. He's a big handful. He's something completely different to what they've had in seasons gone by, where it was Chris Lyons or Dean Williams, sort of small, nippy players. He's a big physical presence. He was a handful last night again. He he robbed a few defenders of possession at different times. So he's been a great addition in on loan from from Lincoln City. I suppose that the the caveat here for Drogheda, and it's something that Kevin is well aware of himself. Were they to pick up an injury in a couple of key positions, Draper being one, because he's probably the only sort of player they have in the squad like that. Adam Foley's obviously a big physical guy as well, but he's a different sort of player there. And it's centre-back. They've already lost Ben Curtis, who's going to be out for about eight weeks, we're told. They've got Conor Keely and Emmanuel Adebayega, who's doing really, who are both doing really well at the moment. And Adebayega obviously got the goal on Friday. But I guess that's where the, the budget and the, the squad comes into play with, with a team like Drahad, is if one or two players get injured, unlike a Bohemians or a Derry, they don't necessarily have the replacements to come in and cover. So they're going to be relying on, on keeping guys fit as much as possible. Really, that's the, the kind of balancing act that's there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you mentioned Freddie Draper. I gather he's one of the only strikers who's caused Bohemians, Polish backs, some problems this year. Like, he, he is that good. He is a very good player for them. And the other worry is, you, if he goes so well, do Lincoln want him back in the summer? Um, the Yeah, I, that it's probably the strength and depth that will be Drogheda's biggest problem. Like one of only two part-time clubs in the league. Um, you actually look everyone else like, they've got players to come in like they may not be the same quality but there won't be a huge drop off so it will be about keeping players fit I just the, the thing is with this season it may be easier I don't think you should lose players through fatigue from too, playing too many games it just seems it is far more spread out this year no league cup like mo, like I know we've just come from one mid- midweek fixture, but it is mostly going to be Friday, Friday, Friday. So that should help with smaller squads. But yeah, like it's it's in the lap of the gods. If you just get a bad injury in a key position, 
it's going to hurt you. But you just look, Shamrock Rovers lost Roberto Lopez for three games through suspension and they missed him. Like, yeah. they, they absolutely missed him. So it can happen to sides with the bigger squads as well. And it's obviously a bigger concern for someone like Trahada. Yeah, but so far so good for, for Drogheda and Kevin Doherty. They'll be happy with their start. So Dundalk then in third place at the moment, level and points at Drogheda and that big clouds are coming up on Thursday night at uh, Weavers Park. We're all looking forward to that one. But by all accounts, I didn't see the game against Derry on Friday, but by all accounts, it was a back-to-the-wall performance. Derry were, were the much better side and had better chances. But, you know, Stephen O'Donnell would be very happy going up there and putting in a performance like that. Okay, having to make a few saves, Nathan Shepard, but... I'd say they would have been happy enough to come away from there with a point and to put in that sort of a shift and that hard work. That's that; Those results are almost as satisfying sometimes as the big wins. Yeah, and I think it's important for that team as well. Like There's there's a lot of new players in that team. Remember last year, I think it was May before they had their first away win of the season. That And they still finished third. It was their home form that got them through early on. And um, I know when they played Bohemians and Daily Mount earlier this year, um, like obviously they'd started with the draw with UCD where... I watched that game on the stream. I thought it was two points dropped, but the the they didn't deserve anything from the Bohemians game. So to go up to Derry and face a game where you've got the like, you know, a, a good team going well, a big crowd, very you know, everyone's happy, and and to come out of there with a point, that's a big result. And now they've also got the results at home; they can carry on. Um, now they're in a good position. Uh, I, I did wonder about them because there was so many unknowns with that squad because so many of the players, like not only had they not played League of Ireland, some of them hadn't played senior football. Yeah. But you look at those players, like, like as, as, as I think I said a month ago, that Stephen Bradley seems to be, or not sorry, Stephen O'Donnell, mm. has been very good at picking up players who aren't known in this league from scouting the UK as he did at St. Pat's as well. And early on, it looks like he's done it again. Yeah, and I suppose that the... The one negative maybe coming out of that game was Dan O'Kelly going off injured. He's only back from from a long layoff and he had to go off, as did Mark Connolly. And I saw a couple of the local Derry reporters suggesting that it was the pitch again that was responsible for, for those injuries. I'm not sure if that's true or not. Mark Connolly, I think, twanged a hamstring and then Daniel Kelly, we're not quite sure what happened with him. But again, a player that's so key for for Dundalk is only back. It'd be an awful thing for him if he was out for any any long, any long period of time. And he's a, he is a key player for them as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it's hopefully it's a short term thing, and it was a precaution. And um, I don't know, I don't know myself what it is at all. But because like players with pace are so important, and like Dan O'Kelly, since what twenty nineteen, he, he first joined Dundalk, he's been so important. He's a leader in the dressing room, pop, very popular in the dressing room. Um, with a squad with so much upheaval, you need players like that as well. And and well, we saw what he did against Pats. It was a fine goal he scored. He he. They, it'd be important to have him back I do think they'll be okay without him but similar like when you're missing a player who has something that you can't replace you're obviously going to miss him a lot and I think Dan O'Kelly's one of them Yeah and you mentioned just finally on the dock you mentioned those few players that have come in and the likes of you know Rayan Tullock who nobody really had, had known much about or heard of before he came in but himself and Connor Malley and a few other players that have come in as well who who apparently are doing very well. Archie Davies seemingly had a very good game at the heart of the defence on Friday. So those new signings, and we talk about this all the time in the League of Ireland with every club, but getting those new signings to bed in quickly and hit the ground running and become familiar with the system and style of play and everything else, that's so important. And it does seem like Stephen O'Donnell has very quickly, you talked about Tim Clancy not necessarily knowing his best 11. It seems like Stephen O'Donnell has nailed that down pretty early in the season, which is so important. Yeah, um, 
I also wonder, does that mean that is what's behind it as well when, when you can get to an 11 so quickly? But yeah, they're they're doing very well. As you said, the, the lads who came in from the UK, they all look good. Um, we all know how Stephen O'Donnell wants to play. They seem to have settled into how that, that as well. So that's excellent recruitment that they can fit in so well. You, you would expect them to go on. I mean, at this point of the season, you're like I would have thought staying third this year would have been a, a good achievement because I did think Shamrock Rovers and Derry City had that bit more. But if Dundalk keep improving the way they are, like why can't they go higher? Absolutely. And one final point before we leave you. In the first division, a result that would have caught everybody's eye last night, Galway United 9, Kerry 1. It was 5-0, I think, at halftime in that one. 9-1, the full-time score. There's an awful lot of talk, Owen, um, not an awful lot of talk maybe, but but a bit of talk every year about new clubs coming into the league. This just shows you how difficult it is. Now, we know Galway are one of the teams you know who will be expected to, to challenge for promotion. They're a strong side. They're top of the table at the moment. But it's a it's a bit of a sort of a, a salutary lesson for teams that are trying to come into the league. The level you need to be at, even in the first division, to not be getting you know a battering like it's it's one point from for Kerry now from their four games. So it's been a difficult start, and you you kind of would worry that it will continue on in that vein. And it's important for the league that these new teams come in and and you know settle in and and establish themselves and aren't getting hammered every week. Yeah, and I always think the the first year it's so so hard. Um, I think. Kevin Teeley might have been the last new team in. I think they took a few tankings in their first year when they first arrived as well. Uh, oh, sorry. Well, Shamrock Rovers too were also doing it, but that was a different scenario. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, like it's a new team, new fans. You've got players. You've got you've got some players returning to so- football, soccer, like from Gaelic football. There's a lot going on. I I, I think. It's important. It's more important for Kerry FC that they get the foundations right, so that they're here long term, and they seem to be doing a lot of great work down there. They took their time about coming into the league in the first place, um. But yeah, it's it's more going to be ha- harder to um keep some of those fans coming back if they're watching defeats every week. That's probably the harder part for them now because I think in a first season you're going to have that like, because like with the best will in the world. Uh, Billy Dennehy a lot of the players he's going to be picking up may not necessarily be coming from League of Ireland so he's judging them on different leagues and trying to gauge can they do it in the League of Ireland some of them will some of them won't and then they might be bringing a new player so I think we might see a bit of upheaval as the season goes on um, in the summer as well but it, yeah I I think it's more important for the club that they make sure they're here in five years time rather than results this year and I'd, I'd be I'd be fearful I don't. hopefully we don't see more 9 nils. But I think it might be a while before we see see them stringing a few results together. Yeah, absolutely. And just very finally, back to the Premier Division, Bohemians currently top. You know, everyone at the start of the season, it was going to be Shamrock Rovers and Derry City and maybe Pats pushing on. That's not yeah. happening so far. Do you expect Bohemians to, to be able to maintain that challenge? Do you think they'll be in the mix for, for the best part of the season? Can they put in a real strong title challenge, do you think? Um, I'm not sure about a title challenge. I still think it will be... Derry City and Shamrock Rovers. I, I just, I can see both of them stringing wins together and climbing clear. But I don't see why they can't be top four. Um, like the way Pats are going, I'm, I'd be worried they'll slip out. Still not convinced Sligo can slip into the top four, but I do think Bohemians can. Um, not sure about Shelburne either. Um, so, so I don't see why not. And if they keep going the way they are, and we get to the mid-season and they're right up there, like. With the crowds they have, I'm sure there might be money in the budget that they can strengthen again. 
So uh, they don't have Europe, which may have an impact. Um, we saw, you know, we've seen when a club can go the distance in Europe and end up in the group stages, there, it does become a bit of a juggling act with the league. So there are all these variables that could come into play, with the, which they, they won't have to deal with. So I don't think they will, but I'd say wait till July and see where they are. Yeah, still so early in the season. But look, Owen, great to get your, your thoughts on a, a very formative table so far in the League of Ireland. We'll speak to you again very soon. All right, thanks very much. LMFM Sunday Sport. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.